it really comes down to what you actually truly care about and matters to you and being honest about that. And then the sacrifice is not really a sacrifice. There, there was never a choice there. You know, the choice yeah. is obvious. That's the thing is like we, we deliberate over these choices. But when we get really honest with ourselves, there's usually not much of a choice to be made. Yeah. You know, it's just like we already know <laughs> on some on some level, we already know what it is that we want. This is Way of the Artist with Brandon Colby Cook and Evan Schulte, identifying your blocks and demystifying your struggles so that you can claim your own path and make your life a work of art. Podcast people, it is Brandon and Evan, and we are so far away from each other right now. (laughs) (laughs) So if this continues to sound different than normal, it's because I'm at my place, he's at his place, and we're recording a podcast because the world is crazy. Um, But today, we're going to talk about something, a bit of a play on words. The title is Forced Creativity. So let you just chew on that for a moment. How you doing, Evan? (laughs) I, I am, I'm doing well, you know, like everybody else, um, adjusting as best I can to this, uh, this sort of imposed, (laughs) this imposed, uh, new, new pattern of life for, uh, the unforeseeable future. And, uh, it's bringing up all kinds of interesting things. So, yes, it is. Yes, you know, it and is. which we'll probably get into to some extent in this conversation. It's funny, you know. It's 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 hard not to mention. I mean, we we live in a sci-fi novel at this point, and if it hasn't caught up with everybody, it probably soon will. But like, this is a historical time. It's 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 wild, man. I mean, you go outside and you have to stay six feet away from people. Um, there's uh, in a lot of places. If you if you do go anywhere, there's um, glass up you know, between people. It's, it's literally yeah. something that would have been in a sci-fi novel. And you kind of, if you would have read this like 10, 20 years ago, you might've been like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's, that's a great imagination, great creativity, but yeah. yet <laughs> this is where we are. And like, you know, and like, uh, I mean, I've managed to stay healthy. You've managed to stay healthy through this so far. Um, and we're trying to be as responsible as we can. And it's kind of one of those things, like every time you go outside or do anything, you're, you're, you're testing this, uh, the dangers of the world that are so, uh, present right now. And Mm -hmm. so we're all kind of navigating this new world. Um, and And you know, it feels weird, you know, it feels weird. Yeah. Yeah. It feels very different. And, um, and you know, I think that, one of the best things to to remember in something like this is that, you know, that old wisdom of this too shall pass. Mm-hmm. You know, there's going to be some point where, you know, most of us are, are on the other end of this looking, looking back at it and, and reflecting on, yeah, remember, remember that time. It'll just be memory. Um, although, you know, a lot of us will, all of us will be uh, forever changed uh, because of, because of, what's happening. Yeah. Um, and everything yeah. does pass. Yeah. And everything and, starts again. <laughs> and everything starts again. That's, that's the, that's the beauty of it. That's the cycles. It, it continues on 
And uh, so in, we're talking about kind of continuing on in all of this, I think, to some extent, is like at, at this moment in time, at this juncture that so many of us are at, whether we uh, have been laid off, you know, we are without work and we're in isolation, or if, or if we have gotten sick and are in isolation, or um, perhaps your, your work has been significantly reduced, or, I mean, and just a quick shout out to all of our um, people who are in our essential services and our health workers, if you're doing that, yeah, we're like, holding you're, the world together. Yeah, you're like, you're <laughs> amazing and, and it's incredible what you're doing. And uh, our a big shout out to all of you. Uh, so for us, the, the rest of us, for most of us who are, you know, mostly holed up in our, in our houses uh, as such, uh, that, that presents some interesting challenges as well as some really interesting opportunities at this time. And that's what I think really what uh, the title of this one's all about is, is forced creativity. Mm-hmm. Because in many ways, this is, this is forced. This is not something that we had planned to do. Like not even a month ago was I planning. It's like, okay, I'm going to be locked up inside for an indeterminate amount of time. And uh, I'm just going to get myself ready to <laughs> do all kinds of different activities. Well, and, to me, let, let me say this. To me, this is a little bit like the universe is calling everybody's bluff because all the, all the people that said, oh, when I have time, when I have time, I'll do this. When I have, you know, a break and, and are you doing it? That's the question, right? Like now that you have this time, are you doing it? Like when I have time, I'll clean my house. You know, there's a, there's a funny, yeah. someone wrote something funny online. They were like, I always told myself that I didn't clean my house because I didn't have time. Turns out that's not the case. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's like, um, I mean, I think we got to laugh at ourselves a little bit because we tell ourselves these bullshit stories about how when we have time, we'll actually do the things that we care about and, and you won't. I mean, <laughs> yeah. but, but you can. But the thing is, is that your stories and our stories um, are being called out right now. And I think mm-hmm. we're actually beginning to see that we're all a little bit caught up in stuff and yeah. our relationship with ourself and our relationship with our art or creativity or inner voice or whatever the hell you want to call it is maybe not as connected as we might imagine it is when we're busy hustling and staying busy. Yeah. I, I mean, man, there's a lot to unpack in everything that you just said there because like for one, like with that sort of, it's like we're being called out. It's not necessarily to say that, that um you're failing you know by not doing it because because like i don't want people to interpret it in that way but it's just that we are being questioned we are being challenged on a on a deep level Uh, we talked about this a little while ago with like the things that are really have meaning to us and the things that are really important to us and and this is in some ways i guess an extension to that but the the call out is that you know, maybe that thing is just actually not as important to you as you thought it was. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe that was just a story you were telling yourself. It was, it was living in some idealized sense of, of who you think you are. And, and, or it's something to, because very often the things that we want to do the most, we have the most resistance to doing. Mm-hmm. And, and, doesn't, and it does mean that we're supposed to do this. But like anything, there's, you know, 
the the hardest part of creativity and of artistry is usually sitting down to do it sitting down to do the work you know it's it's staring at that that blank page or that blank canvas or <laughs> you know with that with the instrument sitting there <laughs> mm-hmm. you know on the on the rack right that's it's the hardest part is is picking it up to start doing it so there's there's so many ways in which we're being um, challenged and it could mean a number of different things. And the only way for us to understand what that is, is for us to actually engage with it. And that's sort of the time that we're being given right now Mm -hmm. is to engage with these things in a way that we've never given ourselves the opportunity to do so in the past, that opportunity to say like, Oh, you know what, that thing that I thought meant something to me, uh, it doesn't mean anything to me. Right. But then it opens the window to just like, okay, so what, what do I want to do in a time where I have, in, in a time where I have all of this time? Yes. <laughs> and it's like, and it, it will like this sort of thing is going to, uh, I know it's, it's challenged me and it's been, been showing me all kinds of things of that nature of the things that I care about and the things that I have resistance to doing. And, and having the time to, to see it for what it is and to explore what all of that is and to really find out some things, but it's not always necessarily comfortable. Mm. And I think that another thing that I just want to point out while we're on this is that our intention is never to like tear you down. That's not the the idea here. The idea is to say like, maybe, take a moment while you listen to this podcast to go like, okay, well, how do I be my best self? How do I bring forth what is inside of me and like, and, and bring that to the world? I, I just think that this is a time where you get to get a little more honest with yourself. And honesty is always good when it comes to creativity and it comes to self-recognition and self-realization. And sometimes honesty, honesty is a little bit difficult at first because you go like, well, I mean, I think the first initial step is to go like, I've been valuing things that aren't as important as I've made them. You know, when you're in a mm-hmm. time of crisis, um, you know, you can look at this as crisis. I mean, some people are experiencing the crisis more than others. Uh, I don't look at it or really feel crisis when I think about it personally, but it is a crisis in a lot of ways. But when you are in a time of crisis, when you're in a time of chaos and, and change, major change, it's a moment to sometimes go like, well, what actually matters and why? And that's such a great question. That's such a great thing to just let yourself have because who knows? You might, you might realize like your whole life might be redirected in this moment to, to what it was meant to be all along. And, you know, you could look at this as like, oh, like, woe is me. Everything's terrible. Or you could look at it like, okay, like, if this is the turning point in my life and I have this moment to like decide what, what actually matters to me, what actually matters and give yourself that because something incredible might come out of that. And, and there's a quote I want to share. It's from a book, which I've never read. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> but I, quote's uh, a good quote. A good, it's a good quote is a good quote. Um, I, I, I'm going to butcher this guy's name. I think it's Louis Lamar. Lamar or Louis Lamar. Anyway, is it the book is the waking drum or the walking drum? I mean, 
even got that wrong. Here's a quote. <laughs> <laughs> the quote is good, though. The quote is good. Yeah. Uh, so, there will be a time when you believe everything is finished. That will be the beginning. Mm. And I, I think that's a really good quote because it, it really kind of sums up a little bit of how we think, right? Especially in our culture. We're try, constantly trying to get somewhere. We're constantly mm-hmm. trying to accomplish something. We constantly are trying to get, get to an ending. Past. Yeah. Like yeah. once we're past this pandemic, once it's over, once it's over. Well, yeah, that will be the beginning, right? And the, it kind of goes back to our initial laws, the laws of completion, the law of beginning, right? And um, when when this ends, something new will begin and yeah. you will be there. And who will you be at the beginning of that journey? You're finding that out right now. And that's mm-hmm. what I think so much of this forced creativity is about. It's like, of course, creativity can't be forced. That's the funny part about it. But you could be <laughs> creative right now, you yeah. know? And in a way, like, what else are you going to do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, there's a load of distractions for sure. You know, like I've definitely, I know myself, I have, I have watched far beyond my normal Netflix intake (laughs) over the last couple of weeks. And I mean, Hey, you know what? Like sometimes that's okay too. Like I think so many of us have not given ourselves proper rest to some extent, you know, and in many ways, a lot of discomfort that I've been hearing from people during this time is trying to actually figure out how to actually relax, how to yeah. actually do nothing and to rest, you know, and because there's, it's this constant thing of like, I've uh, I got to be doing something. I got to be doing something. I got to be doing something. And now we're in a situation where it's like, well, there's nothing you really have to do, you know, other than, you know, basically like stay home as much as possible, stay healthy, protect people around. But basically you do that by staying home and basically feeding yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like there's, there's not much that you really have to do. And it brings out an interesting side of us and, and it can bring out a kind of a restlessness of like, what do you do when suddenly you have a kind of autonomy that you didn't have before? Because in some ways some of our autonomies and, and our liberties have taken a bit of a backseat because of the extraordinariness of this situation, right? But in a weird way, we kind of have a whole other autonomy that's been given to us, which has, like you're saying, is this, this expanse of time that has been kind of handed to so many of us. Mm-hmm. And that can be... Uh, a really uncomfortable thing. And the other night I watched Groundhog's Day again. I haven't seen that movie in years and I watched it again and I thought this is actually a really funny movie to be watching (laughs) right at this time because it's like a guy who's reliving the same day over and over and over and over again for, from what I gather, is actually a really long time. Yeah, they They don't actually... actually they wrote an article on how many days it probably was for him yeah. to actually have lived through through what actually occurs in that movie. Yeah. And they were saying it was like literally thousands of days. Like Yeah. Like yeah. years. Yeah. yeah. So like yeah. Years, years he was living the same day over and over and over again. And the movie is like 
it's obviously it's funny and it's entertaining and it's interesting, but it's also a fascinating meditation on, on life and kind of how we are as human beings. And there was certain elements of it that reminded me of some like Alan Watts talks that I've listened to and whatever, but like he goes on this journey where at first he's alarmed by what's going on, obviously. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, but then once he realizes what's happening, he starts to try and use the situation to exploit. Mm -hmm. Like he tries to use it to exploit people to exploit, like, you know, he's going to eat what he wants. He kind of, you know, like he manipulates like women to like go to bed with them and stuff like, like he's kind of starts to act very selfishly mm. in the whole process. And once that runs its course of acting selfishly, he falls into this deep depression and he kills himself like over and over and over again, right? And then he goes in a completely different direction. And it's, it's just, it was so interesting to me that he goes on this whole journey that makes such complete sense where it's like, he kind of goes down this path, like all the way that he can take it, you know? And what I mean to say is that in relation to what's going on here is like, you know, maybe it's okay for you to take that time to just do nothing, mm -hmm. you know, to actually just like go the whole distance with it of like, you know what, be as absolutely lazy as you want to be and relish in it. Mm. Like really take it in, really enjoy it, really absorb it because when you go the whole distance with something, sometimes it's like a process of getting it out of the way, right? You get that whole thing out of the way so that you can actually go like, okay, well, I want to do something different now. You know, like I've been lazy and I've watched all the movies and I've binged all the shows, you know, like I've done all of this, but now I want to do something else. Mm -hmm. And that question of that something else can can in many ways be engaged with more fully when you've allowed yourself the space to just kind of be lazy in the way that you've maybe dreamt of being lazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And don't, don't guilt yourself or make yourself wrong for being lazy, you know? I mean, for just doing your life as you wish to do your life. I mean, that's the, that's the gift you've been given. Um, and right now in some ways it's like, that's what everybody's asking you to do is, is stay at home and, and be with you. I mean, be with your loved ones. And it's, it's kind of crazy because under different circumstances, right? If the whole world stopped and they said, look, everybody stop working. We're, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to put you on, uh, employment insurance, or we're going to figure this out. But like, in the meantime, we want you to spend time with yourself and spend time with your family and create whatever it is that you want. Yeah. <laughs> and that was the context we were under. It would be a different experience. Right. But in some ways that's the way we're under this. Like the only way that would happen in some ways is something like this happening, but you can take it and be like, okay, well, um, yeah, there is a lot going on in the world and you can sit around and you can worry about that and you can get all caught up in that. But in the meantime, I mean, you're with you and this is a great time for you to really be with you 
and let you like have this time to be this, right? Because for some of us and a lot of us, really, there's nothing we can do. There's nothing we can really do at this point, at least to help. Um, We don't know how to help. We don't know what we can do to help other than be with ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, the best help you can give is to just don't go outside as much as possible. Um, You know, interact with strangers as little as possible, physically at least. And, you know, try to do your life on different terms, right? If you do that, you're helping and contributing the most you can right now. So that's a, that's a strange ask for a lot of people, Mm -hmm. but it's also an opportunity to, you know, do a lot of things. I mean, try stuff, try your hand at things. Um, yeah. You know, experiment, um, just meditate, uh, sleep, have some rest, relax. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I will say this, enjoying yourself is really okay. Like, we live in a culture where it's like somehow like wrong if you enjoy yourself too much. Yeah. And I, I know a lot of people go through that. They're like, well, I need to, I, I need to be doing something. It's like, why is not having joy enough? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, a, a yeah, guy like a, who. An addiction to just, suffering. Yeah. Yeah. A, a guy who is, is a, a major player in the social media realm, um, Gary V, Gary Vandercheck. He's someone who I've connected with a lot recently because his message used to be interpreted as, you know, work all the time, be busy all the time, like work when you sleep kind of thing. But he actually recanted that and said, well, I just said that that was a solution for people who wanted to do something, but were busy doing a full-time job who didn't want to give up their full-time job. Now his message is much more like, enjoy yourself, like find yourself through joy and happiness. And I really like the way he kind of recanted and put his message out there. And I really agree with that. It's like, there, there is a way we can hustle and we can apply ourselves and we can like go to work and then come home and work and we can hustle, hustle, hustle. But like, there's also a way in which we can apply ourselves where it's like, you can find out yourself through patience and, 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 and grace letting yourself discover what you're good at and what you care about and letting that start to flourish by not trying to force it or push it in any direction. And that's at least the message I've been getting from him recently. And I really like appreciate that because I think it's such a good message, especially now, especially now with Mm -hmm. everything that's going on, you know? So I just wanted to put that out there. I mean, I'm not trying to like, I I give him tribute obviously, but like, I'm not trying to like promote him. I'm just saying like, it's, it's a time where people are finding their voices. And I think as a community, as a culture, as individuals, as society, we're beginning to start to like recognize different things are important. Things that we thought were important are not as important as we thought. And we're beginning to see like health and love and things like that are just so much more important than material things and status. Yeah. Yeah. That there are things that have, have a greater depth of meaning than, you know, just how the economy's (laughs) doing, you know, it's like, like how it, it, there's so many questions that are, are being brought to the surface right now, personally and collectively. Um, And, 
And that's like, and sometimes the, the thing that we're hearing is not always, uh, it's not always wonderful to hear, you know, but ultimately it, it does serve us, you know, because it, these things that come to the surface are things that have always been there. You know, they're the, the things that we've let slide, the things that we've distracted ourselves from, they've always been there. Mm-hmm. That voice, that question, that calling has always been there. And sometimes it can just be a little bit uh, unsettling when you, when you start to hear it mm-hmm. for the first time. <laughs> you know, like when, when there's no longer the hustle and just the, the habit of being busy. And uh, as I was saying, like the, the sort of this uh, weird fetish for suffering you know, that we have to be, uh, suffering to, to be doing something of value, (laughs) you know, which is just, just not true. Right. And now we're finding ourselves in a, in a place where it's like, well, those things aren't there anymore. You know, those, those traditional systems of operation that, that we have gone through again, personally and collectively, they're not functioning the same way. In fact, some of them are not even functioning at all. Mm-hmm. And now we're just left with what we're left with. And we have to figure out what do we, what do we do with that? What do mm-hmm. we make of, of all of that? And it brings us to a lot of um, existential feelings and questions, but they're so imperative for us to engage with, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so it might be uncomfortable, but they are ultimately um, for our good. You know, when, when, especially when we learn to embrace it at a deeper level, you know, but again, it's like, you know, this, this will pass, as you said earlier on, like it's this situation that we are in is going to pass, you know, so maybe this time, this time of sort of inactivity is something that's making you very uncomfortable right now. This is going to pass. Things are not always going to be this way. Mm-hmm. You know, that's something to remember in this grand scheme. If you're having a tough time with some of this, it's like, Hey, get, don't worry. Like there's going to be a day when, you know, you you can freely go back outside and, you know, you don't, you can hug your friends and family again and all of this stuff. It's like, but also with that question of like, hey, look, this is going to pass, which means that right now, the the way that your life looks right now and how that functions day to day is not always going to be this way either. There's always there's always an opportunity in no matter what situation that you find yourself in. So find the opportunity and really take action on something that you really feel called to because uh, this opportunity might not happen again. Even if you're feeling very uncomfortable and disgruntled in this whole situation, there's still something here that you will probably not get another opportunity to do again, mm-hmm. at least not for a very long time. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we're all getting a taste of re- well, like retirement right now. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, for sure. That's a good point. Everything is an opportunity. Everything, you know, um, even when we go through um, turmoil and we go through tragedy, it's all an opportunity. It's all an opportunity for something. And it's not about being 
like lacking empathy and being like not caring about what what is happening but you know it's about not sitting sitting down and like just sitting there and suffering about all this stuff because i mean i think the thing is is as you get older you begin to realize like life is hard that life life is challenging in certain ways Mm -hmm. life isn't in in all hard it isn't in all like terrible or anything but like life can be challenging it can be difficult it can be hard has demands yeah and you can get really hyper focused on that and you can start to like be like oh man like blah 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 it's so hard it's so hard it's so hard but i think there's a point where when you transcend and you go like okay it's hard but here's what i'm gonna do in spite of that i mean like i'm a video gamer for example okay and when I used to play video games when I was younger, I used to like to win and I liked the mm-hmm. winning feeling and it was really good. But then I started to get so good at games that playing on easy or playing on medium was just not fulfilling anymore because it was just so easy for me. Because yeah. when you get so good at something, you're just, it's not a challenge anymore. You're and just then going I start, through the motions. Yeah. And then I start to play in hard and extreme difficulties and like the hardest difficulties that you could possibly throw at me because I like the challenge of like being able to overcome it. Mm -hmm. And then what ends up happening is you get so good at that. Then you're like, well, let's play online. Like let's play against other people who are as good as I am theoretically or better. And let's challenge that. And then you get to this point where, um, you know, you start to like, when you win, it actually feels like something. It actually matters. Mm -hmm. And like, when I look at a time like this, it's hard for a lot of people, but this level of difficulty, when you come out of it, you're going to be able to have the ability to challenge your life in a way that you were never capable of. So there's an Mm -hmm. opportunity there. And that's just one of an infinite number of opportunities you could see in this. And it's all about perspective. And like, I just use an analogy from video games to a pandemic. You can use an analogy for anything. And I really believe in analogies. And I think that they're one of your most creative, most powerful tools you have as a human being. Compare one thing in your life that works to something that doesn't and try to make the thing that works similar to the thing that doesn't. And you will make the thing that doesn't work. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's what I do with a lot of things. And that's how I learn a lot of things. I just compare it to something that I already understand. And then yeah. I learn it because that, and that will turn you into a kind of a, I mean, it's kind of crazy to say this word, but it'll turn you into a genius because you'll be able to understand things that you didn't think you can understand because you made a relationship to them. Yeah. The law of relationship. We've talked about this, right? Creativity is the law of relationship. Take this moment in your life, compare it to something else and rise to it, you know, figure out how to beat this game, you know, play mm-hmm. with it. You don't have to like sit in your bed and be depressed. You can yeah. get up and like make something out of this. And it, and it might not be like, uh, you know, you might not be looking for material or status success anymore. You might be looking for internal success and that might be a totally different game to you, but how exciting. Yeah. And I mean, it's, and I like that you brought this up because, you know, we have like, there's actually literally the game of life, you know, like the, like <laughs> that you can buy a board game, but you know, we use the expression, the game of life, you know, and sometimes I, I find that our language uh, actually is indicative of more than we 
often think it is at first glance. You know, I sometimes I think it points to something that's more truthful than we might first otherwise um, believe it to be. And something like the game of life, hmm. you know, and it's like, it's like, well, what is a game? A game is something to be played, mm-hmm. you know, and, and as competitive as we can be and we want to win. I mean, ultimately, the point of the game is to play the game. Mm-hmm. You know, to win or lose is like, you know, is, yeah, like winning's wonderful and losing's terrible, but like it's ultimately, it's all to, to make the game possible. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, that's really what we're in this for. And, and one of the things uh, I've been slowly chipping my way through uh, meditations by Marcus Aurelius, and he has this one piece of wisdom or sentiment that, uh, that really struck me because he keeps reiterating it. But he says, remember that you're a human being at, like when, whenever you're faced with a challenge. I'm paraphrasing this, but he's like, remember that you are a human being and that this is what you were made for. And there's like that, uh, to me, there was just something so extraordinary about that, which is like it, it, it there was a perspective in there that, that just reshapes the landscape in a different way, as opposed to, you know, being like, why is this happening? Mm. You know, and, and I don't want this to be happening and lamenting the circumstances as opposed to saying, I'm a human being and this is what I was made for. Mm. I was made to confront things like this. Mm -hmm. I was made to, to have a relationship with something like this to confront these things, to, to find solutions, to be creative in finding solutions to these things and to helping other people and to being in service in some kind of way, you know, this is what I was made for. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that means being in a place of uncertainty and kind of wrestling and grappling with that uncertainty and not having the answers to something and just being like, okay, but this is what I was made for. It's interesting that you brought him up because he's been someone who I've been reading a lot of his his work recently, that just the things he said in his history. And it's incredible. Like if you look at Marcus Aurelius and his quotes, just the things that he said and left behind, there, there's so much brilliance and so much genius in that. And I really highly recommend anybody to like go and, and look him up and start to study him because... There's an, he, ha, he was tapped into something like he, he understood some things that I think are timeless because they're, they're mm-hmm. standing up. They, they've been standing up today through everything we've been going through, not just in yeah. this moment, but like in everything. And um, I want to kind of spin back a little bit here. Yeah, I want to yeah, go yeah. back to our title, Force mm-hmm. Creativity. <laughs> and um, I mean, if we haven't really said it yet, I mean, creativity is not something you force. It's something that, you know, it, it happens somewhat spontaneously out of an allowance, out of a giving yourself um, some peace, some time, some grace, and some room to like move and maneuver. And creativity is, you know, in essence, it is when you, when you don't do the typical thing with something, that's when a creative thing occurs. So for example, if you give a kid a pen and you tell the kid that the pen is meant to draw on stuff, the kid will only use it for drawing if that's what you tell it 
you know, tell this person to do. But if, if you give a kid like a marker or a pen and you don't tell them what it does, what the point of it is, they'll find all sorts of interesting uses for it. And they'll find more than you even knew were possible. And creativity is much like that. It's like, now that you don't know what to do with your time, wonderful. Creativity must occur because you don't know what to do with it. When you run out of things to do, that's when your creativity is born. Mm-hmm. Um, when you can't do the thing that you're supposed to do with it, that's when you actually do something interesting. So yeah. that's why this is such an opportunity. It's kind of forced creativity, but you're not forcing it, but it's kind of being forced onto you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is the beauty of this whole, like it's it's such a interesting thing because you came up with the title and I love it, but it's like, it's such an interesting thing because it's like, you can't force creativity yet in a way when you're put in circumstances where you can't do anything but be creative. Yeah. I mean, I, I I want to say it's like, you know, it's not necessarily that's even necessarily being forced on us, Yes, but it's being forced in us, Mm. you know, because I mean, I, I just will be very clear in sharing my my thoughts and beliefs on this. I think that each and every single one of us is is creative. I think that we were born to create. I think that's like the, the like the innate capacity of of human beings is to create mm-hmm. to create all kinds of things. That everything that like take a look around you wherever you are right now. This is everything around you is a product of creation. <laughs> like, like it, it's like we're, we've created all of this stuff. And so it's, it's not necessarily that there's like, there's something outside of us that's saying like, you must be creative. It's an impulse inside of you. That's now speaking to you saying like, create something. And it's just like, well, what? And it's just like, I don't know. <laughs> you tell me, you know, it's like, but you have to create something. Yeah. You have to create something. You have to do something. I don't care what it is. Go and go and bake some cookies or a loaf of bread <laughs> or something like scratch that itch of creativity in some kind of way. And you don't know, be scared to fail either. I mean, this is, mm-hmm. you have so much time and space right now to like, just try things. I mean, I made a stew the other day, for example, and I, I fucked it up. <laughs> I'll be honest. <laughs> it was not as good as I wanted it to be. I had in my head, oh, it's going to be this thing. And then yeah. I, I realized now after I made it, I mean, it's okay. But like, um, <laughs> I, I, I realized, okay, you know what it needs? It needs this and it needs this and it needs this. And like, yeah. I, I, after doing it and messing it up, I'm much better at making stew. But like, I tried some things. I tried to mix some certain vegetables with it and tried to like, you know, and it smelled so good. And I'm like, this is going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah. It smelled better than it tastes. I'll just tell you that. But right. like, <laughs> um, but like, and it's like, I forgot to salt it. <laughs> yeah. I forgot to like, I, I, and, and you know, it's funny because like, I, I just, I tried it out, but it was a creative experience for me. And it sounds so silly because you're like, well, stew isn't that creative, but like it is for me right now, I'm trying things out and you try different combinations and like, yeah. um, you know, you can do really anything right now and you might discover that there's all sorts of interesting ideas inside of you. And there is a learning and creativity, like creativity is interesting because when you create, it's not like you have all the answers when you create, you create and then you make mistakes and then you refine and you learn some things and then you create again. 
and you create yeah. again and you create again. But yeah. like failure and creativity are very close friends and they're not enemies. They like each other. They're a part of the discovery of what is new. So yeah. our yeah, culture creativity is, is not about perfection. Yeah. And our culture has constantly taught us don't fail, don't fail, don't fail because you're falling behind. But like yeah. that's actually backwards. And I think in this time, we can start to begin to discover that failure can be a friend. It doesn't have to be yeah. this enemy. It can be a, a, a part of the process. Yeah. It's, you know, I, I've mentioned him because I've been on a big kick of his stuff because I think he's just fantastic. Um, Simon Sinek. And I was watching uh, one of a video that uh, he posted on his YouTube channel recently. And he was saying that um, one of the things he hears businesses tell him when he goes in a lot is like, oh, it's just like, well, he's like, it's like, our, like, we're all about efficiency and innovation. <laughs> and, and he's just like, great, those are completely incompatible. <laughs> Like he's like, because he's like, because innovation is not efficient, mm -hmm. you know, like creativity is not always an efficient and perfect process. I'm going to kind of steal that and, and, <laughs> and supplant it into our conversation. But I mean, in, in the essence, it's, it's a very similar thing that's being said is that like, you know, it's full of, of trial and error and things that don't quite work out and things that kind of don't go as planned, but that's how you learn things. And that's how you, you have as, uh, as Bob Ross would say, happy accidents, you know, these unexpected things that occur that you didn't plan on, but end up being an extraordinary. Cause that's the thing is like with creativity, it can go these different directions where it's like, okay, there can be an accident that, that just, is disastrous and it, and it doesn't work or there can be accidents that are just absolutely incredible that you couldn't have, have planned on that you couldn't have prepared for, but they happen. And suddenly you've just come across something entirely new. Hmm. And that's, that's so much of what creativity is, is about bringing something new forth. And it's, you don't know what's new. I mean, you, you don't know until you kind of stumble upon it. And that's, that's part of why you need to kind of walk off on these with creativity. I mean, you know, it's like way of the artist, right? It's, it's not always about going and following the path. That's the most efficient. Like what will get me there the quickest? It's mm -hmm. about going like, well, what way do I want to go? Cause I'm going to get there. I mean, here's the thing. If you decide in your mind that you're going to get wherever it is that you want to go, if you decide in your mind, chances are you're probably going to get there or you're going to get, you're going to get somewhere like what you actually mean. And what mm -hmm. I mean when I say that is that when you think of where you want to go, you might think it's like, well, I want to be, for example, let me give you an example. I want to be famous. I want to be a movie star. Or I want to like do something like this. Right. And you think there's a feeling with that, but you will get to that feeling, but maybe not the way you think you're, like it might not mm -hmm. look that way, but what you're really looking for is the feeling and the detachment is detaching from the result. Like, like you want to be famous or you want to be wealthy because you think it'll make you feel a certain way. But what if you got to that feeling without getting those things? And that's the detachment when you can let go of the result, right? And creativity is a little bit like that. It's like, 
you don't know how this is going to look, but you're going to get wherever it is this feeling is leading you. This feeling will happen. This sense that you're trying to bring forth Mm -hmm. will come forth. It just might not look the way you think it's going to look. And by the way, if you got what you really wanted, it wouldn't feel the way you wanted it and you wouldn't have wanted it anyway. But that's hard for us to accept. It's like we think that what we want because it looks a certain way is what we want. We don't know that. Creativity helps you kind of find that out. And, that you know, I wish that for anybody because it's this freedom. It releases you from the prison of need, the prison of I have to be this way or I have to succeed this way. Otherwise, my life's worthless. Mm-hmm. It's like your life isn't worthless. You're, you're in your life right now. And whatever your life is, is incredible. But the shame is you can't see that, you know. And, and I think like in a time like this, when you're forced to be with yourself and you're forced to like, you're not forced, but like you kind of are, it's like, this is a time to actually connect with what you actually want to feel and the sense you want to have about your life. Um, you know, you get to define that at any moment. And unfortunately in our culture, we're constantly sold the idea that if we get the car or the job or the career or the partner or whatever, that somehow this is going to make us happy. Mm-hmm. And we just keep thinking that that's actually what we want. And we might want that, but not the way we always think. And yeah. there, it's, it's just, I don't, I don't know how to explain it other than it's just not always what you think it is. And creativity yeah. gives you that opportunity. It gives you an opportunity to like discover. It, creativity is a living, breathing, wiggly, yeah. <laughs> shifting, <laughs> you know, like uh, a fluid thing yeah. that's, that is immediate. You know what I mean? Like it's both immediate and timeless. Yes. And which is just part of, of the magic of creativity. And so it flies in the face of what you're saying, which is that like so much of us are in a mindset of we see, we see our lives and the things we do in our lives as, as ends all the time. We're always just like striving to an end. Mm-hmm. To this end, to that end, to what end, to this end, <laughs> you know, not this end, but now that end, you know, like it's, and it's, it's just completely false, you know, like going back to way at the beginning of this conversation, you know, it's like the end is the beginning, you know, the end of one thing is the beginning of another thing. And, and it's just, it, it goes on and on and on this way. And Creativity is just a fucking fantastic way of navigating that giant in-between space that exists between beginnings and ends, you know? And actually, I won't even say giant in-between spaces because, like, our lives are just full of beginnings and endings, you know, our lives are full of this pattern of, of life and death. We die to one thing that we used to live by, and, and then we are born to something new immediately. You know, that's just the way that it goes. That's just the way of nature. And I think that to see ourselves as being any different from that is, is a mistake. You know, I think it's just, it's just, it's just, it's just a bad idea to live by. (laughs) I agree. I I agree. I think we're, we're always changing and evolving. And it's one of those things where like, 
you might as well start embracing it because it, 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 it just is like, it's always happening. Um, embracing it is an act of creativity. Yeah. And I'll throw this into, to just throw it into the pot. I mean, (laughs) if, if these were the last moments of your life, right. If today is the last moment of your life, you just never know. Right. What matters to you right now? Like if this is like, I love this idea. I love playing this game. If this was the last hour of your life, what would you do? If this was the last day of your life, what would you do? If this is the last week of your life, what would you do? If this was the last month of your life, what would you do? If this was the last year of your life, what would you do? If this is the last decade of your mm-hmm. life, what would you, and you can just play this game and then do it all the time. And what will happen is you'll start to go like, okay, this is what, this is what matters. This is what matters this is what matters. Right. Cause that's what that question does. But the great part of that question is that's like Groundhog Day, you know, the movie you watch. Like at first you might go, oh, well, all I want to do is get pleasure. All I want to do is like feel good. But like that won't feel good after a while. Like if all you did your whole life was feel good. And, And so you start to find a relationship between if this is the last decade of my life and this is the last day of my life, between those two things is your values. You know what I mean? Like, cause in 10 years you have your longer term goals. And in, in one day you have your short term, really, really short term goals. And you start to go like, well, how much does the pleasure matter compared to the fulfillment that I want to feel inside? Mm-hmm. And when you look at somebody like say Kobe Bryant, for example, who passed away this year, um, I remember someone said to me, like, he spent all that time practicing and all that time. And I'm like, yeah, but like maybe he loved that. And you know what I mean? Like you can love what you do where it doesn't become a sacrifice anymore. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of people experience their life like a sacrifice. Like they experience it like, oh, I'm, I'm doing this thing to get this thing. And it's like, but what yeah. if you just loved the thing? What if you loved practice? What if you mm-hmm. loved being a part of the thing that you're doing, you know? And this is a moment in life where we can start to reconnect with that because it's, you know, when you get to stop the whole razzle dazzle of all this bullshit that's going on in the world, you get a moment to be like, well, what actually matters, Mm -hmm. you know, and it it can change you. It can change the way you do life. Well, it's, it's interesting that you bring that up because it's like, yeah, like our notions and we hear these stories of like sacrifice, it takes sacrifice, it takes sacrifice. It's like in one lens, yes, but it's like there's, look, then we can say that there's always something that is being sacrificed. So for someone like Kobe Bryant, you could say, oh, he sacrificed, you know, um, these opportunities to go and like, you know, party with his friends or, you know, to whatever the hell it is so that he could work on his, his skills. He could work on his game and, and be become one of the best that's ever done played, you know, but for even for someone like him, there's, there's somebody who is in a similar situation who they're like, well, I could practice to become good at this. But then for them, they said, but it means that, that, that's not something that they're willing to sacrifice. Like, you know what, for me to do that means that I 
would have to um, that I would have to sacrifice time to my family and to my friends and to the people that I care about and to a, a certain aspect of my life. And for me, that's not worth it. For me, a pursuit of, of this thing is not worth it. So it's like you, there's somebody who, who's lived that opposite side of that story, you know, where, you know, we idolize because of something like the, the sort of the achievements of someone like Kobe Bryant. We say, well, that's the, that's the life to live. And it's like, no, that was his life to live. Mm-hmm. You know, for someone else, it's like that wasn't their life to live. And they said, I can either spend however much time practicing, or I can pursue a different life where I get to be with my family and friends in a certain way, or pursue an education in something else. Like, because everybody is different. It's, that's their path. You know, Kobe's path was Kobe's path. Someone else's path is someone. So there's, it's really comes down to what you actually truly care about and matters to you and being honest about that. And, then the sacrifice is not really a sacrifice. There, there was never a choice there. You know, the yeah. choice is obvious. That's the thing is like, we, we deliberate over these choices, but when we get really honest with ourselves, there's usually not much of a choice to be made. Yeah. You know, it's just like, we already know <laughs> on some, on some level, we already know what it is that we want. Right. But I think that we get very, we, we confuse ourselves based on, expectations and pressures from you know that that we've been living with some some are are from other people but some are just ones that we've adopted somewhere along the way and it can be hard to trace what that is Mm -hmm. i agree with that that's i mean that's a really good point it's you know the thing is is in our culture for sure like we look at people who have succeeded and have done certain things you know in the public eye And it's easy to identify those people, but it doesn't necessarily mean that that's the way you want to live. But I do think that whatever you're doing, whatever it is that you want to dedicate your life to, even if it's just your family, I mean, and and not just your family, like even if it's your family or whatever it is, that's admirable. That that's your expression. That's you, you know, and there is no sacrifice. When you're doing what you truly want to do, there is no sacrifice. Everything is on purpose. Everything matters. And it's all, it's all a part of this life experience. And I think that we, get, we all get that. And there's nobody should judge somebody else on how they value things or how they care, right? Because we're all teaching each other what actually matters too. Some of us are telling each other that, oh, success matters and recognition matters and status matters. And some of us are telling us, no, family matters and love and centeredness Mm -hmm. matters. And other people are saying other things and like they're totally opposing different ideas. But like if anybody stands there and says, I'm right and you're wrong, Mm -hmm. we start to, 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 you know, we separate ourselves and we create problems, right? Like, I mean, you and I, we, we have this podcast way of the artist right and we really believe in or at least like kind of share the idea that like letting your creative side out and letting that lead your life is a good thing and like here's how to maybe do it here's some ideas Mm -hmm. i don't know if we got it (laughs) i don't know man but i'll tell you this i'm loving it (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. That's all I can say. I'm loving the journey of being a creative and, and expressing my life as an artist and, and trying this out. And I'm, I'm loving it. So share it with some other people. Maybe they connect with that too. Maybe they want to try that. Maybe it works. I'm not saying it's the way to do life, but it is a way and it's, and it's an exciting way. And I think that personally, it kind of works with everything though, because the one tenet that we kind of stand by is that the truth is in you, whoever you are. And we're not mm -hmm. going to tell you what that is because we don't know either, but like, you're going to find that out and we hope you do. And whether that makes you sound like an artist or it makes you sound like something else, who knows? But like, I think that's artistry personally. I just call that artistry. Artistry mm -hmm. is your voice and your essence coming out in the world and being authentically, truthfully expressed. Mm -hmm. And so like, I don't know, in this moment when you're with yourself, yeah, like let that be your guide. Why not? I, I, I just think like, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm just saying like, why not try that? See if it works for you. That's what I think. <laughs> okay, dude, let's share. I had some really good beer here. I know you're not drinking the same thing as me, but this is delicious. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do you tell? Uh, all right. Well, what are you drinking? I'm drinking Thor's Equinox. <laughs> Thor's Equinox. Yeah, it's a Belgian style dark ale and it's by Odin Brewing Company. Um, Tukawilla, Washington. Um, Anyway, it's delicious, man. 9% alcohol. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> so, yeah, but it's, it's tasty. So go and having a lie down after this. Um, nah, I'm just enjoying it. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm taking this ride all the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just, uh, I'm just drinking uh, the Heroica Red Ale from Steamworks Brewing, one of, one of Vancouver's most established uh, craft brewers for many years. It's doing the job. <laughs> it's doing the job on this, a beautiful sunny spring day. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. been nice, man. You want to wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Okay. Um, I guess I can, I can, I can begin. Sure. Um, I, I think just for me at this, at this specific moment, the thing that's, that's speaking to me is that it's like, yeah, like, the call of creativity is not something that is necessarily happening outside of you in many ways. Like we've been forced into a situation where, where suddenly we have to hear the creative voice that is inside of us. And for me, that was kind of a shift in this conversation where I, I began to realize what a little more of what this, this thing might be, which is that creative call inside of us. And, that uh, and a reminder that you know we are all creative people we are made to create and you know the 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 call to do that is not always uh an easy one but it is one that um can can do harm when we don't listen to it uh to ourselves I just watched this terrific movie called, um, I think it's called Where Did You Go, Bernadette? It's with a uh, fantastic little little movie with, um, I'm trying to remember her name, and there's Billy Crudup in it, and I absolutely 
adore her and her name is slipping my mind. She did Blue Jasmine and... Oh yeah, she's slipping my mind too. And I, can, I, I know what you're talking about. And I can see her face in my mind. <laughs> Kate Blanchett, there we go. Kate Blanchett. And it's about this, um, this woman who's this genius architect who basically just stops and she stopped for her and she becomes in, in the quotes of sort of like the movie, she ends up becoming this menace to society, <laughs> including to herself, you know, just becomes just a, a, a person who's just wreaking havoc wherever she goes. And because she's not creating, mm. you know, and so that that's maybe pertinent to this conversation is that like, you know, we become a menace to society and to ourselves when we're not, creating and uh we're in this unique time where we are being forced to listen to that side of ourselves and uh do us all a favor and listen to it and sit down to whatever canvas is your is your metaphorical canvas and and begin to do your work and see what happens that's a great message man i love that um it's hard. It's hard to even top that because that's just a, a great way to finish. I would say if I was going to say anything, because <laughs> I feel like I, I, I have one last thing to leave everybody with. Do it. You're allowed, Brandon. <laughs> is let yourself be. That's all I would say is like, let yourself, like let yourself have all the emotions, go through all the stages of this process. Um, go through your, anger, go through your selfishness, go through your um, sadness, go, go through all the feelings, let them all just happen. Let it all be. And it's all okay because it's all part of the human experience and you're allowed. And when you process through this stuff, yeah, like I, I would say that's really when you, you just like see what happens and I'll share this. I, I had the last like five days off and I have to go in to do like an extra little bit of work here um, just for a few days. And then I'm going to be laid off and I'm going to be with everybody indefinitely. Um, But in my time off, I really let myself be, and I went through all sorts of things, you know, and time kind of started to, you know, amalgamate into one (laughs) thing. And, um, I started to have these like inspirations for screenwriting, just like these character ideas and these story ideas. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's what happens when I let myself go, when I let myself be. And so um, if you let yourself be, you might start to find like spurs of creativity, like pop up. And when they do consider going down those roads, whatever they are. And if it calls to you, if it's something that's interesting, like sit down and write it down or paint it or do whatever it is that you need to do with that thing. But when you let yourself be, you might like, it might be like nothing, 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 nothing. And then all of a sudden, boom, some great idea pops up. And then maybe you, you want to do it. Maybe you don't, you can let it go if you want. But like, if you just let yourself go, another one will pop up. And like, if something lands with you, like go and chase that one down and just see what happens. And even if you don't finish it, even if it goes nowhere, like that will lead you to the next idea that you need to be led to. And so that's all I would really say is just let yourself be and let's see what happens. 
Mm-hmm. All right. From isolation town, <laughs> from us to you, be safe, everyone. Thanks for listening to the show. If you got something out of this, if you feel it improved your life or your journey in any way, please take a moment to subscribe, leave a review, or share the episode. You can also support us on Patreon, where we have tons of great bonuses. You are the ones that make the show possible and help us to thrive. Thank you for joining us.